Hi, this is David. Eating right is often hard these days, but eating better is easy with Factor's ready-to-eat meals. Every fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-crafted, dietitian-approved, and ready to go in just two minutes. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from every week, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Also, there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. With Factor, there's no prep and no mess. Their meals are ready to heat and eat, so there's no prepping, cooking, or cleanup needed. Plus, Factor is less expensive than takeout, and you can pause or reschedule your deliveries anytime. What are you waiting for? Discover Factor's wide variety of easy options for the entire day, like breakfast, midday bites, and more. Get started today and get after your goals. Head to factormeals.com slash living50 and use code living50 to get 50% off. That's code living50 at factormeals.com slash living50 to get 50% off. Thank you. Welcome to the Inspirational Living Podcast. Today's reading was edited and adapted from the works of Carlos Castaneda. Before you embark on any path, ask the question, does this path have a heart? If the answer is no, you will know it and then you must choose another path. The trouble is nobody asks the question, and when a person finally realizes that they have taken a path without a heart, the path is ready to kill them. At that point, very few people can stop to deliberate and leave the path. A path without a heart is never enjoyable. You have to work hard even to take it. On the other hand, a path with heart is easy. It does not make you work at liking it. For me, there is only the traveling on paths that have heart, on any path that may have a heart. And the only worthwhile challenge is to traverse its full length. And there I travel looking, looking breathlessly. The most effective way to live is as a warrior. A warrior may worry and think before making any decision, but once they make it, they go their own way, free from worries or thoughts. For once you begin worrying, you cling to anything out of desperation, and once you start clinging, you are bound to get exhausted, or to exhaust whoever or whatever you are clinging to. As a warrior, you must cultivate the feeling that you have everything needed for the extravagant journey that is your life. What counts for a warrior is being alive. Life in itself is sufficient, self-explanatory and complete. The basic difference between an ordinary person and a warrior 
is that a warrior takes everything as a challenge, while an ordinary woman and man takes everything as a blessing or curse. A warrior never complains or regrets anything. Their life is an endless challenge, and challenges cannot possibly be good or bad. Challenges are simply challenges. The world is weird because it is stupendous, awesome, mysterious, unfathomable. My goal is to convince you that you must assume responsibility for being here, in this marvelous world, in this marvelous time. I want to convince you that you must learn to make every action count, since you are going to be here for only a short while. In fact, too short for witnessing all the marvels of it. Death is the only wise advisor that we have. Whenever you feel, as you always do, that everything is going wrong and you're about to be annihilated, turn to your death and ask if that is so. Your death will tell you that you're wrong, that nothing really matters outside of its touch. Your death will tell you, I haven't touched you yet, so go about your business. To seek freedom is the only driving force I know. Freedom to fly off into the infinity that is out there. Freedom to dissolve, to lift off, to be like the flame of a candle, which in spite of being up against the light of a billion stars, remains intact, because it never pretended to be more than what it is, a mere candle. We should go into knowledge as we go into war, wide awake, with fear and respect, and with absolute assurance. Going into knowledge or going into war, in any other manner, is a mistake, and whoever makes that mistake might never live to regret it. Self-importance is our greatest enemy. Think about it. What weakens us is feeling offended by the deeds and the misdeeds of others. Our self-importance requires that we spend most of our lives offended by someone. You have little time left and none of it for crap. This is a fine state to be in, for the best of us always comes out when we are against the wall, when we feel the sword dangling overhead. Personally, I wouldn't have it any other way. All of us, whether or not we are warriors, have a cubic centimeter of chance that appears from time to time. The difference between an average person and a warrior is that the warrior is aware of this. Thus, one of your tasks is to be alert, deliberately waiting, so that when your cubic centimeter pops out, you have the necessary speed, the prowess, to pick it up. Our internal dialogue is what grounds us in the daily world. This world is such and such, or so and so, 
only because we talk to ourselves about it being such and such, and so and so. The passageway into the world of shamans opens up after the warrior has learned to shut off this internal dialogue. A person of knowledge lives by acting, not by thinking about acting. We hardly ever realize that we can cut anything out of our lives, anytime, in the blink of an eye. In a world where death is the hunter, there is no time for regrets or doubts. There is only time for decisions. Once you decide something, put all your petty fears away. Your decision should vanquish them. Worry and think before you make any decision. But once you make it, be on your way free from worries or thoughts. That's the warrior's way. To ask me to verify my life by giving you my statistics is like using science to validate shamanism. It robs the world of its magic and makes milestones out of us all. To be a warrior, you must be, first of all, and rightfully so, keenly aware of your own death. But to be concerned about death would force any of us to focus on the self, and that would be debilitating. So the next thing you need to be as a warrior is detached. The idea of imminent death, instead of becoming an obsession, becomes an indifference. You must detach yourself. Detach yourself from everything. For only then will you acquire a true, silent lust for life and for all things of life. You will know your death is stalking you, and it won't give you time to cling to anything. So you will try without craving all of everything. Nothing can temper the spirit of a warrior as much as the challenge of dealing with impossible people in positions of power. Only under those conditions can warriors acquire the sobriety and the serenity to withstand the pressure of the unknowable. We all are unfathomable beings, luminous and boundless. We are perceivers on earth. We are an awareness. We are not objects. We have no solidity. We are boundless. The world of objects and solidity is a way of making our passage on earth convenient. It is only descriptions that were created to help us. We, or rather our reason, forgets that the description is only a description and thus we entrap the totality of ourselves in a vicious circle from which we rarely emerge in our lifetime. There are lots of things you can do at a certain time as a warrior, which you couldn't do years before. Those things themselves did not change. What changed was your idea of yourself. We either make ourselves miserable, or we make ourselves strong. 
the amount of work is the same. If one is to succeed in anything, the success must come gently, with a great deal of effort, but with no stress or obsession. We are women and men, and our lot in life is to learn, and to be hurled into inconceivable new worlds. Your aim should be to balance the terror of being alive with the wonder of being alive. Forget the self, and you will fear nothing wherever you find yourself to be.